Hello, Marvelites. Welcome back to This Week in Marvel. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M, and I'm joined by... Zachary Levi, a.k.a. Zachary Levi, <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> um, but, you know, we... we I gotta say, we saw the the Thor: The Dark World as a group, a Marvel friends and family screening this week. It was incredible. It was really fun to see you kicking ass and having fun with the uh, with the sword and stuff. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, man, Fans was a fun character. He's uh, you know I'm, I'm sprinkled throughout the movie. I've got you know some little moments here and there. Uh, it'd be it'd be nice to to dive a little deeper into him and chew up a little more scenery as Fandral. He's just so. Dashing, isn't he? Uh, he no, he's you know he's like this Errol Flynn Lothario, and it's just a really fun role to play. I my you know every time we were doing a scene, uh, I was my my kind of inner my inner monologue was, well, I'm not afraid of this, you know, like it's uh, I feel like of all the characters, even 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 Thor, I I, I think while Thor has very little concern. I feel like Fandral has almost no concern for anything. I, th- I think that he's, to him, is kind of like, well, if I'm going to die, this is a good way to go. Isn't it? <laughs> um, and uh, so it was, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a lot of fun, and and really cool to finally kind of, you know, be in the Marvel universe, and you know, yeah. Well, I mean, you're kind of a fan. You're into the oh, what we dude. Do. I mean, I my whole life I grew up reading Marvel comics. I mean, it's really crazy to. It's. I mean, you know, when I, if my, if the little kid version of myself could see me now, he would, he would just piss himself. He's like, what? You get to do what? Uh, I mean, I was running around. Oh, gosh, dude, I can't even tell you. Like on the daily, me and my buddies would run around. I was a big X Men, X Factor, X Force. I was a big mutant guy. I yeah. really loved the mutant worlds a lot, and I think that's probably because. And I, you know, and I think a lot of people really love the mutant world, and I think that's that's because maybe they're the most relatable. It's like you, you as a kid, you're not gonna wake up and be Thor by chance one day, but you could have a mutated gene. You don't know. Maybe you don't know until you're you're 13 or 18 or 22, and all of a sudden, you know, lightning starts shooting out of your fingers. You're like, <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! I'm special. I've been waiting 17 years yeah. to, to hit my puberty and mutation. Moment. Yes, exactly. And that was, and that, so it's, it, you know, it's it's a real. That's that thing. Jerry Seinfeld has this really funny bit about. Um, about how how men particularly like when we're reading comic books and you know and and all this um they're like uh he, he says those aren't fantasies those are options like as a kid when you're growing up those are options those are things that you plan on being at some point one yeah. day and um yeah so i mean i i read a bit of thor um was slightly familiar with Andrew before uh the first film and then b- before the first film had studied up on him and then um uh, and then you know got to got to do it in this film and uh, so yeah it's just really fun and so many great characters and actors and you know getting to do a scene with Anthony Hopkins even though I had a line I'm like hey dude that's <laughs> fine kill me now I'm happy I'm good there's a lot of little things that I really liked about you know your scenes in the movie like there's the scene in the the tavern type area mm. and you with the girls and it's just the look on your face and the, that whole part is like oh that's so fandral that's yeah. that was like pitch perfect for what we know of the character. Oh, thanks, man. You know, it's funny, that scene was actually, spoiler alert, um, that scene was actually shot differently. There was a, there was a whole scene. There was dialogue, and um, uh, maybe when they do, if they do a director's cut or something, all that will come out, but um, Ray Stevenson, Volstagg, is like, 
regaling us with this story and about you know this battle that we fought on another planet at some point and uh, and his kids run in and they're like you know daddy daddy and they, he sits him on the line it was really and then I and I'm just kind of like giving him crap and you know surely yeah of course they did Volstagg and blah 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 <laughs> but then they ended up kind of reimagining it and doing it kind of like you know in a little bit of slow mo and like uh, muffled sounds and which is a really cool way to do it. Um, Albeit taking away our dialogue, but um, but no, but it was uh, it, it, you could still get the essence of the characters out yeah. of it for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I bet he, he seems like a, a fun cat to hang out with. And oh, Ray, totally. Everybody was. Ray was awesome. Tad and Ava was awesome. Uh, although we didn't get to see Tad as much because Hogan uh, stays on Vanaheim uh, after that first battle. Um, but Tad was. He's dope. He's apparently he's like Brad Pitt in Japan. Like I kept people kept telling me that they're like, you realize like he's the biggest movie star in Japan. I'm like, is that right? All right. Well, I know who I'm hanging out with when I go to Japan. I'm in. I'm in town, buddy. Tokyo. Here we come. Um, but yeah, the, he was awesome. Jamie Alexander, I've known for years. Um, and actually, I'd known or met Tom uh, previous to the film. Um, I don't know that I'd ever met Chris before, um, but yeah, I mean it was all it was a, you know a cool group of people and yeah. it's kind of like a little summer campish like you know five months in London just although it's not it's not summer nor was it camp <laughs> but um, you know pretty incredible experience for sure yeah um, we saw my my boss was doing our red carpet video stuff producing that show and he, he said his one regret was he looks over and he sees you and Tom dancing on like someone else's platform <laughs> and he, they were in the middle of an interview and he's like I just wanted to film that yeah. like, it was such a great moment and I just think that was it was a cool symbol of like the camaraderie and, and the, what we've seen from everybody who has worked on the film everybody seems so so good together yeah well Tom and I I think particularly we we, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's, you know, we're similar in age and build, I guess. I mean, you know, we're both kind of tall, thin dudes. But we both also are very passionate about similar things and uh, theater, although he's way more... He- like, the dude speaks French and stuff. Like, I can't I can't deal. Um, but we both like singing and dancing. And um, so we just, yeah, we just kind of found these little bits of common ground and um, hung out, you know, on and off uh set and I remember there was one night they were shooting in Iceland and my sister was in town uh, and um, we had some friends in Norway that we I've been we've been kind of corresponding with and the whole production was going to Iceland and I was just gonna be sitting around in London anyway so I thought well all right forget it I'm going to Iceland <laughs> I'm just gonna go I've never been I'd, I'd love to go check it out see what it's about and go kind of you know root on cheer the, cheer the rest of the, the team on while they're freezing their butts off up in Iceland and they were let me tell you <laughs> it is no joke um, and uh, but so we just yeah we, we stopped to saw some friends in Norway that was really great never been there and then went up to Iceland and <clears throat> and then uh, one night after they wrapped um, a bunch of us had some dinner and then we went out to this club and went dancing and Tom and I and my sister and some other folks from the film just were just like boogie until like I mean I don't know five in the morning like in Iceland they it's no joke like there's very little to do I think in Iceland <laughs> particularly in the you know toward the colder winter times sure. so they just drink and dance that's and and they do it very well it keeps you warm too it keeps you warm keeps you warm and the women are gorgeous there they're <laughs> like these elven 
goddesses. It's really it's crazy. It's weird. They don't have pointy ears, but they're all like really straight, blonde, perfect hair and blue eyes, and it's, they're they're enchanting. Um, so uh, yeah, it was really fun. That was the, that was the first time Tom and I really. Oh no, no, that's not true. He he boogied down at my birthday party too. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a cool dude, and 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 you know, and I. I love that, like, I do this thing at Comic-Con called Nerd HQ, and it's really, you know, I just, I depend on my friends or newly, new friends or acquaintances yeah. and I, to come and do panels for us, and uh, and he was super awesome to come and do that, and it was a great panel, people loved it, well, he impersonated myself, Chris Evans, and a Velociraptor in the <laughs> course of 15 minutes, I mean, it's, that, that doesn't happen. His impressions are, he's, he's wild, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. Uh, we have some beef. There's some beef between us because... What is the beef? Uh, we the were beef? supposed to have Tom come on to our show that we were doing at the Marvel booth after a signing, oh. and he just boogied right out, went oh. to you. He, he, and he's apologized a million oh. times. It's, it's all good. I, oh. There's no beef. There's no beef. <laughs> I don't know. But well, he, I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. But it was sorry. like uh, what I said to him was like, "It's cool. You're doing something." It was there's a charity aspect oh, yeah, to it and everything, yeah, yeah. which I think is really important if you want to tell Thanks, some man. of our fans what that's all about. Oh yeah. So well, basically, uh, I started this company called the Nerd Machine, which is I just kind of looked out at the kind of the 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 world, the demographic of nerd culture, and I realized that while we all have our kind of individual shirts or things that we can buy, if you're a Hoovian or if you're a, a Thorvian, sure. uh, whatever, or a, 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 ch- uh, a Chuckster, as we call them, or whatever. Um, there's that stuff, but there was no unifying brand where anyone, regardless of what you were nerdy about, you could go like, boom, I could wear that shirt, and, and, we, and we could wear the same shirt, and yeah, it yeah. means the same thing. And, um, and so I was like, I want to do that. I want to start a company that does that, <clears throat> be a kind of a Nike for nerds of, 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 of sorts. And then... And then, of course, the best place to activate that is at Comic-Con. So I was sitting around trying to figure out, well, what's the best way to do that? Do you do a booth? Uh, I, I, we went to Comic-Con. We're like, uh, we're like, hey, we'd like to do a booth. And they go, that's cute. Uh, there's like a 10-year like waiting list. Yeah. Uh, we're like, oh, of course, yes, um, duh. And they, and they said, you know, but you know, a lot of people are doing some off-site, off-site stuff now. Maybe look into doing something like that. And we did. And it was actually the best thing that ever could have happened to us because it really forced us to kind of think outside the box and... What started as, in my mind, a one-day, one-night party kind of a thing in the first year ended up just becoming four days and four nights because I just don't know when to shut my mouth. <laughs> and um, and I just kind of feel like if you're going to put time and energy and money into something like go big or go home, and, and, and I really wanted to, I don't know, just kind of do my own little version of Comic-Con of sorts. And one of those things I just really wanted, I love talking to fans. Um... But I feel like there's like certain ways to do it that are more fun, I guess, and a little more interactive or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, one of those things is I don't like moderators per se. Mm-hmm. I, not that I don't like people who are moderators. Right. I just I like just talking direct. I like I like fans just saying, "What do you want to know? Let me yeah. let me answer whatever your question is." You know, and um, and it's, it makes it really kind of off the cuff and crazy, and you know you don't know what what somebody's going to ask. <clears throat> and um, and then I was like, well. I'm not going to go and like ask my celebrity friends to come and do panels and make money off of them. But there's got to be some way of there you you have to so you have to you have to sell tickets without it being a crazy free for all. Yeah. And I was like, well, easy. You know, you make it a $20 ticket, which is super affordable, and every penny goes to charity, and then all the fans and all the celebrities are all super incentivized to come together, and it makes everybody that much more happy and the 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 moments that much more fun and everyone realizes that they're that you're 
it really is all just, you know, there's bigger things in the world than comic books and yeah. movies and everything. Uh, and so, yeah, so we raise money for Operation Smile, who I, I'm an ambassador for. I've been an ambassador for for years. And the first year we raised 40 grand. The second year we raised 140 grand. Wow. And then last year we raised 215 grand, which was awesome. No thanks, or no, uh, not no thanks, and not in, uh, in no small part to, much thanks to Tom and... Everybody that you know, uh, Nathan Fillion and uh, Joss Whedon and Alan Tudyk and uh, the cast of Orphan Black and the cast of Maze Runner and uh, I mean, God, the list goes on and on. Uh, Evangeline Lilly, my celebrity crush, huh? Riddick. Oh, oh yeah, oh Chronicles of Riddick, uh, or not Chronicles of Riddick, just Riddick. Now, uh, yeah, freaking Vin Diesel came and did a. I'm like, what are you, Vin? Freaking Diesel? What are you doing here? Let's hang out. Um, you got a good circle. It's good, man. It's good, and it and it just keeps you know we keep refining. It's not a perfect uh, science by any stretch. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, we have little ghosts in the machine every year, but we 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 tend to work them out, and we bounce around to different venues, and we may bounce around again. I don't know. I'd love to stay at Petco, but it's freaking pricey, man. <laughs> Renting out a baseball stadium is <laughs> kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll figure it out, but we fully intend to keep doing it. And cool. I and I want to keep working with Marvel too because yeah. I, I was really hoping to do a Thor panel, but trying to get. I mean, Chris is all over the world. He's a major, major movie star. As is Natalie. As is Anthony. As is Tom now. So trying to coordinate schedules is no easy task. Um, I'm going to go punch Chris Evans right in the face because I know he was in town and, I, and I've i known that cat since we did a pilot together. The first pilot I ever did was this multi-camera pilot. I've known him for like literally like 10 years. And I text him. I was like, dude, you better come and do a panel for me if you're in town. Oh, yeah, man. I'm totally, I'm totally going to try. I'm going to try. Sure. <laughs> you hear me, Chris? You hear me? Mm-mm. No. Um, but jumping back to to Broadway, mm. uh, so you've got your show that you've been doing for a while. Um, it wraps in January. January fifth. Yeah, we closed January fifth. Yeah. How, how was that? It seems like a, it got super fun reviews and like I so I see I'm in New York as well. So yeah. New York one, you always see the commercials and you see lots of cool stuff. And the Broadway scene here yeah. is just so rad. So. Yeah. No, we've we've definitely you know the reviews the reviews were well reviews are interesting anyway you slice it. I mean uh, you can be the most highly reviewed show ever and close in a couple of weeks because nobody read the reviews or cared or they just didn't really respond to the material or the show uh, you could you could get panned and be the biggest thing in the world yeah. or you could be like us where we kind of fell in the middle a little bit like you know some some folks didn't really care for us and others loved us and um, I, I can't explain why other than you know however they were feeling at the time they were reviewing the show <laughs> if they were a happy person or not uh, if they if they reviewed us based on what we were as opposed to what they thought we should be, you know, yeah. and and the show is it's it's a ninety minute, no intermission, one act sitcom. It's what it is with music, and it's a lot of fun. It's relatable. It's got heart. Really talented cast. It's my Broadway debut. I'm really excited to be doing that. Finally, yeah. I grew up doing nothing but theater as a kid, and now I finally get to do it at the highest level, which is really amazing. And um, uh, but yes, yeah, it's called First Date. It's a first blind date between a guy and a girl at a restaurant. Uh, in New York, and uh, and like the baggage and things that you bring with you on that date, like you know the voices in your head, your your family or exes or uh, shrink or you know what what have you, and um, uh, yeah, and we and we we're we're running until January fifth. Yeah, so we got like eight more weeks. If if you want to come and see the show, there's no time like the present. Come now, 
come multiple times. <laughs> uh, it's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you were saying before X Men, you you know you grew up reading those comics. Oh, were yeah. there particular characters that you really loved? Oh gosh. Well, me and my buddies used to run around like cosplaying without the costumes <laughs> just like literally make believe fighting all the time uh, and all my friends were always fighting over Wolverine who I love I love Wolverine but I always I, I was always a Gambit guy like of the, of the X-Men Gambit was my he was my go-to I just I don't know I just thought his whole kind of like Cajun thing was pretty cool plus I was born in Louisiana oh, nice. I, I was there for like two months as a baby so I don't really remember that much of it nor do I identify it that much with it but um but at that moment in time, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, we're both from Louisiana, see," <laughs> and uh, and I loved this this power to be able to you know charge up you know inanimate objects and just throw them at people and his bow skills. He had awesome bow skills. Um, but then you know, but like, and then I started getting into like X Factor. I really loved Havoc. I loved Multiple Man. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Um, uh, X Force. Um, where I found Deadpool, and Deadpool probably became maybe my favorite character, good or bad, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. I just, I, he's the coolest looking dude. <laughs> he's just so, anytime you can look like a ninja. See, so he's basically Snake Eyes that we all grew up with, but like snarky and witty and funny with machine guns. Yeah. And, and teleportation. And he can't really get killed? Yeah. So it's like... You're like, yeah, this guy. I'm about it. Yeah. I'm about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I it doesn't surprise me at all that people love Deadpool the way that I love Deadpool. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like some other characters that I, I, I kind of got into. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's so many. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, thanks for coming today. Uh, where can fans find you online again? Uh, they can find Zachary at Zachary Levi on Twitter. Uh, at, at go to thenerdmachine.com. If you want to go buy some cool gear, uh, come to Nerd HQ at uh, at Comic Con next year, San Diego Comic Con. Um, what else? I think I think that's about it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, tell tell uh, tell all of your one point how many million followers you have? Three, one point three, one point three million followers. To give me give me a little follow. I will. I will. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, awesome, buddy. dude. Thank you so much, man. Thanks Appreciate for it. Me. Appreciate it. This is Marvel, your universe.